So welcome to another episode of The Trigger Show. Uh, it's been a while since we've had the superstar, uh, very popular guest and probably one of the most popular coaches we have, uh, Jade Simmons on the podcast. So Jade is our head female coach at CJ Coaching. And today she's going to give us a masterclass in terms of menopause and the fat loss, which I think is a very common point of question for a lot of women. Um, and we're going to dive, do a bit of a deep dive into that in terms of misconceptions and how you can really optimize um, fat loss and going through this phase. So firstly, thank you very much for your time, uh, Jade. I think you're going to explain initially what the menopause is and when it comes, can, tends to happen to women. Yeah. So basically with a lot of clients, we do find that you're going to get clients from all different ages that want to transform their lives, whether it's to get better for a certain reason, whether it's to lose weight, whether it's to get stronger. Again, this can happen at any time during your life. And when it comes to people going through the menopause, they're not limited. It doesn't mean that they can't have these things. We can't transform ourselves just because we've gone through the menopause or we're going to go through the menopause. So the menopause is something that can be kind of taboo. People kind of go, oh, don't talk about the menopause. It means that we're talking about periods and female bits and stuff. But actually, it it's in everyone's life. We have to all experience the menopause, whether you're a man or a female or whatever, you're all experiencing it because we're all around people that are going through the menopause and it affects everybody. So when it comes to the menopause, the menopause is basically when the body stops producing certain hormones. So your ovaries stop producing certain hormones because your menstruation stops. So your periods stop. Okay, so this means you're having less estrogen and less testosterone, um, sorry, less progesterone, that's the one. Um, What that means is your hormones are going to kind of change. That doesn't mean that because they've changed, you become a different person. That means that because the levels of these hormones change, the way you react to certain things are going to change and the way your body is dealing with things is going to change the way that you react to stress is going to change the way that you react to sleep is going to change the way you react to weight loss is going to change it doesn't mean it's a bad thing because for the for a majority of people going through the menopause they don't actually experience all these problems but what happens is there is the perimenopause that affects a lot of people which is the before okay so What happens then is it can start at different times. So people don't know they're going through the perimenopause always. Okay, some people start the perimenopause when they're in their 30s, early 30s, late 30s, and it it goes up. Right. Some people haven't hit the menopause and they're in the early 60s. And it's wow, it's 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 amazing because the changes that our body has to go through to go through the stages of life we are seeing major adaptions with the body. So with the hormones, you're having a different level of hormone intake, okay? So your body is having to manage things differently. This isn't a bad thing. And what I get, a lot of people go, oh, because I'm going through the menopause, I can't do this. And because I'm going through the menopause, I can't eat like this and I can't experience this. Usually everything can be changed because of fats, that you're intaking so we talk about diet okay and then because of the exercise you aren't or are doing so if you can change the way that you look at things going through the menopause isn't a negative thing it's just we can experience some negative side effects while we are having that change so if you're to 
estrogen and progesterone, long words, do get different, okay, different levels. So one goes down, one goes up. They both go end up going down. If these change too quickly and you're not adapting with it, you are going to have side effects. And we all understand what side effects are because you can get side effects from pretty much everything. But what we need to focus on is how can you benefit from having a better diet, having a better exercise regime, having the right accountability to help you manage your fat loss when it comes to menopause. So menopause, as I just said, is just a change. Okay, doesn't mean you are a different person. It doesn't mean you're a different breed of person. Everyone kind of goes, oh, I've completely changed. You haven't. You haven't completely changed. We've just got to manage the way your body is reacting now because it is slightly different. Easy. So one thing I'd actually say as well is that like change is going to happen as you get older and things become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you think as you age, you're going to get weaker, you're going to get fatter, you're going to fall apart. Well, guess what? If you start to think like that, it will become reality because thoughts become things. Exactly. And I do get a lot of clients that are like, oh, but I'm going to go for the perimenopause soon, or I am going through it, or oh, but this is going to happen. And actually, we kind of have to embrace it. Okay. This is what we need to focus on is embracing what's happening. When you look at perimenopause and the menopause, we are having a lot of stress in our body. We are. So, What's happening is your body is having to deal with the different levels that are happening in our body with the hormones, the different structures that are going on, the different factors in our lifestyle that are making us stressed. So if your body is having to deal with all the normal stresses that are going on and then you're throwing into it these changes, it's going to get a bit out of whack and the stress response will be to hold on to body fat because it doesn't know what's going on okay so yes we need more calories to hold on to more body fat but automatically our body is going to get stressed so we might eat more food we might do less we might feel that we're not getting enough sleep all these things contribute to weight okay so then we focus on the fact that actually if we can limit them stress stress factors you are going to limit the amount you're eating you are going to start exercising more and you are going to sleep better but as I said, just on the outside, just them hormones changing on their own are a stress in itself. And if you've got that stress in itself, that is going to be a key for you gaining some weight to worry. And I think the, the one thing that makes this worse with this, I think everyone listening to this needs to understand is that when you stress, you release cortisol, which is a stress hormone. What cortisol does, it increases your body's ability to st- store fat. So if you actually think about this, you're getting stress going through the menopause. Stress is perception. So most stress is psychosomatic. So it's in terms of your own thoughts, thinking, fuck, I'm going through this. I'm going to gain weight. My hormones can go to shit. And like you thinking like that is actually making it trump come true and become worse because you're getting stressed. Your body was releasing cortisol and then you're going to end up gaining weight. So you actually need to learn to chill more and go with the flow of things rather than like over worrying and getting anxious. Exactly. Abdominal fat cells are said to be more round the middle. Okay. And we, abdominal, all fat cells, sorry, sorry, let me start again. Fat cells around the middle, okay, are the ones that are contributed to stress. So 
what I wanted to kind of get across is if you are highly stressed and you're going for all these different things as well, okay, what's happening is you will hold on to that stress around your stomach. You will hold on to the more fat around your stomach. And abdominal fat cells are said to have four times more cortisol receptors than anywhere else in the body. So if automatically you are stressed already, and then you're having things like urinary problems because you're going through the menopause, you're having hot flushes because you're going through the menopause, you can't sleep because you're going through the menopause, all them things are going to make a difference because you do get a lot of clients that come, oh, I've gained so much weight around my middle because it's stress related. That's what it is. It's instant. It's instant stress that we're having. And we do hold on to more fat around the middle when we get highly stressed quickly. It's just one of them things. And if you are focused on thinking about all the side effects that come with the menopause, like stuff like urinary, 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 that's the word, incontinence, what you are going to find is that is going to continuously play on your mind. Okay, having things like continuously thinking that I'm going to have a hot flush, I'm going to have the incontinence, I'm going to have all these things, all stresses. And it doesn't mean that you're going to have work stress, kids stress, life stress. They are stress that you are having to go through now that are separate to normal people. Okay, I say normal as in people that aren't going through the menopause. If you are having all these extra points in your life, they are going to make such a big deal to you holding on to the abdominal fat and I think people get the whole misconception of saying oh I've just eaten more and I've just not done enough but actually it's because you're stressed you're probably eating more it's probably because you're stressed you're not doing enough and then you've also got all them things playing in your head about the fact that you might have symptoms that is the big worry when it comes to menopause and I do you find a lot of my clients when they are going through the menopause need to focus on just being accountable for the daily steps and knowing that if they are going to have a hot flush, what's going to happen? Um, how can they revert that? How can they focus on leveling out things throughout the day so that if something crops up to kind of put them off track, how they can bring themselves back down, being accountable for it and being able to reach out to somebody that can kind of understand it is hard. Again, I'm not going through the menopause and I haven't been through the menopause. And for some clients, I do find, well, obviously you won't know. But having hormone problems throughout my life, I've had some hormone problems. And then also having people around me, um, having a lot of clients that have gone through the menopause, you get to learn so much about the menopause and you get to learn how people deal with the stress. And the main factor is the stress, the stress you're putting on your body. And as we all kind of go, calories is king, right? We need to focus on the amount of calories you're intaking. But once we have that leveled out, we then need to look at the timings because the timings isn't about you not having the calories or having the calories. It's all about how to help with your hormones. And if you can balance out the timings of foods, you're going to balance out the hormone reactions you're going to get from this. Everyone finds this, like certain points during the day that you'll find you're more moody because you haven't eaten. That's hormone related, right? But you'll find that if you can kind of get your timings correct, 
And if you can log down when you're having symptoms, when you're eating certain foods, you will be able to help them symptoms. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. The one thing I was going to ask you, what are the main things you recommend um, to women specifically to manage their stress better? So letting everyone know around you what's going on would really, really help, like to help manage their stress better. I would probably recommend that everyone should be doing weights. Okay, so weight training, going to the gym, doing more exercise, getting out in the fresh air is key to so much. Okay, again, it helps our metabolism. It will help you build more muscle, live longer, but also help stress management. Weights is the way forward. All right. You, you don't even have to go on Google to find that out because it's everywhere. It's all over the TV. But when it comes to if you don't want to go and do the stuff in the gym, what I would recommend is writing stuff down, logging it, finding out what's stressing you out the most. So logging, recording your foods, making sure you're getting enough fats and also making sure that you can get that sleep in. And this sometimes will come along with the amount of food that you're having. If, again, you're finding that you have been eating more because you're being stressed, okay, this will impact your sleep. I would work out your sleep, then work out your food. Because if we can get the sleep down, then you'll find that actually you don't need to eat so much. And your body's actually relying on certain things to help us fill a space, which again, is stress related. Do you recommend any changes in uh, nutrition or anything anyone specifically should focus on when they're coming into this phase? Like if, for example, you're, you think you're going to be more stressed, it's probably more advisable to stay away from sugary and addictive things that you're probably going to have it and you're like, fuck, I want to keep eating that. So it is said that more plant-based foods are better for women going through the menopause. And this is because of slow digestion. Okay. But also, if you are having a lot of white sugars and white breads and stuff like that, then what happens is our body kind of gets used to that and we end up eating more. So we end up relying on the sugars because if we're stressed, we rely on instant gratification, right? No matter what, whether you're going through the menopause or not. And if you get onto the routine and the habit of having the white bread, white pastas, white stuff like that, then usually you can add in a little bit more. So as you're going through the menopause, it is said that the more plant-based and the more whole grain is better. But I have lots of clients that experience that that doesn't work for them. They feel crazy bloated. And what they need to focus on is just making sure they're watching their timings. So timings of food will be more important than what they are eating, but also being aware of the amount of fat. A lot of people, and I still get people now say to me, I can't have that. It's got fat in it. And I'm like, oh, what, what's the problem with that? And they immediately think fat is what's making them fat. And we still get that, all right? There's still that misconception. Fat is for health. And the more health we have, the better we're going to go through the menopause. And if we can get in stuff like, and again, people might be allergic to it. And I know um, just from few, uh, past talks that a lot of people don't, react well with certain foods but flaxseed is said to be amazing for anyone going through any hormone changes anyone 
even just now going through having their periods or anything like that, getting a level of fats during the beginning of the day. Flaxseed, I think, has been incredible. Again, it depends on the person. So I would always recommend to everyone to add flaxseed if they can, unless they are allergic or they shouldn't have it. But it seeds, nuts, stuff like that are just like the one. I also think as well, the benefits that people need to understand from eating fats. And I was actually funny, you just said this. I was just thinking I feel hungry, but I haven't had my fish oil yet today. Is that I often notice that I feel hungry when my fats have been too low because fats are very good for satiety and they keep you fuller for longer more than any other macronutrient macronutrient uh, obviously partially because of the um higher amount of calories but also secondly because fats digest very slowly so one of the best ways to actually make yourself feel fuller for longer is by having a small amount of fats with meals yeah exactly like i crave having my almonds with my breakfast i like really really look forward to it and it is that little bit of fat in the morning that just keeps us going. And um, I have all my oats in the morning. I have flax seeds and I have almonds and it's just routine. And I have found that flax seeds and almonds first thing in the morning sort me out. I can go and have like a yogurt and some fruit. It just doesn't work for me because there's not enough fats there. I need to add in loads of almonds and flax seeds as well. Um, it's again, it's all about listening to your body, but Time-restricted feeding with the right amount of calories for an older lady can be the way forward. Again, everyone needs to focus on what works for them. But also, just because I say time-restricted feeding doesn't mean intermittent fasting. It just means looking at the times you are eating, working them out and sticking to them. Okay, and making sure you're having enough time to digest the food before you go to bed, enough time to digest the food during the day. And then you're not eating too early in the morning so you can wake your body up. Sometimes this is a real big problem with a lot of people. If you're not being aware of what you're eating, when you're eating and why you're eating these things, then what's the point? That's it. What is the point? Like we need to eat the fat for health and we need to eat them at certain points during the day to get the health in. You mentioned obviously the time of food is important. So um, the last thing I think there's a lot of value we can give here. What would be an example of bad time of food and what people shouldn't do? So for me, I would say eating your breakfast too early um, for a lady that's going through the menopause um, usually isn't beneficial because they'll continuously graze all morning. But the main one is to make sure that you're leaving enough time before you go to bed. Um, People do find the earlier they eat in the evening, the better their sleep is. I don't want anyone to go to bed absolutely starving, hungry. But if you have enough time to digest that food before you can go to bed, your body has enough time during its sleep to recover. You've got to think about all these things that people are doing during the night. Okay, so you've got all as a person, you've got your brain doing all these things. You've got all your organs doing all these things. And all of a sudden you put in a whole bowl of pasta as well. It's going to have to digest that before it can do everything else. So maybe help it out, have it an hour earlier, leave two hours before we go to bed. And then your body can work and try to eliminate any of them horrible symptoms that you're getting on, um, getting going in your body. It's again, it's about making sure your body has enough time to do the right jobs. And I would always say leaving enough time before bed is probably the best one. But then again, 
it's the same during the day, leaving enough time to digest the food, not continuously snacking, because we don't need snacks. We don't need them. We just need good, decent quality food at good times. I would agree with that. And one last thing I'd add into that is why it's important to make sure you don't actually eat too close to going to bed is what actually happens when people have brain fog when they wake up the next day is because we basically have almost like mineral deposits in our brain and our brain basically like flushes fluid through almost like clear through all this crap and your body's not going to do that properly if you're like digesting like two Domino's pizzas you wait 10 minutes before going to sleep and that's why people wake up with brain fog because their body hasn't got that ability to almost like cleanse itself and that's why you wake up the next day feeling crap exactly like that's it that is just it because again it's about understanding that you need to give your body time to deal with all the stress that's going on and menopause is a stressful time it really really is but you can do so much to combat that getting the right health getting the right exercise regime and then making sure that you can be accountable and know when and why to eat the certain things and your your manager is fine so you heard it there first from the main lady if you need help with this and losing weight then uh, feel free to reach out to myself or jade you can hit the link below this podcast uh, or reach out to me on instagram or wherever and we can discuss how we can help you and you can book in your free stress call by hitting the link below this if you found this helpful then make sure you leave us a five-star review uh, tag share us your stories tag both me and jade i don't run any ads on this podcast even though we've had offers of like thousands to run ads on this so I would really appreciate if you would share this with a friend and uh, give Jade a follow. I think Simmons Fitness on Instagram and we'll see you in the uh, next episode of the Shredded Show.